0: This is Chris from Chris Watches Pretty Little Liars, starting Season 3, etc., etc. No really huge news here. Um, still working on the Patreon. Probably also watch that next week for all of uh, you to consume. Hoping uh, you enjoyed the panels from the Season 2. Looking for feedback if people liked them, hated them, want people back, etc. And I gotta come up with some cool stuff for Season 3. I haven't decided what that is yet. I know I do the jingles, right? I do the theme, I do the little songs, have guests. But I want to do something different. I don't know. Maybe I'll try like a different format for a particular episode. Anyway, let's just get into it. This season is so, so weird, everybody. I don't know what's going on, but uh, let's just get into it. Alright. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's a. Yeah, as I'm recording this, we're having a record heat wave here in California. I told myself not to have LaCroix while recording. It doesn't really actually quench my thirst anyway, but I have it here. So, anyway, I don't know why I shared that. Anyway, Season 3, Episode 2, Blood is the New Black. Clearly, uh, fans of Orange is the New Black on Netflix when they, uh, when they named this. Previously on, uh, we reminded that Maya is maybe dead. I don't know. Jenna can see... Uh, All of Garrett's nonsense that Ren is back in the mix. Uh, Garrett has something to do with the the shovel. A lot of shovel stuff. Mona being in Radley Hospital. And then these photos. I don't know what the hell we're doing with this, but I guess that's what we're doing. We have a little chalkboard check. Look at that. I didn't think I'd be playing that song ever again. So it looks like Ella Montgomery is taking over for Ezra with chalkboard check. We see a secret. See, I I wasn't out of my mind. I knew the person's doing stuff on that chalkboard. Anyway. A secret, we have a Hedda Gebbler um, reference here, which may or may not have anything to do with uh, actual tie-ins to our show. I'll do some research on that. I don't know if there's anything there, but worth noting. A shock to me as a viewer, they're in their senior year now. So we had, I guess they were juniors last year, I guess. I don't know why I thought they were younger than that. But anyway, senior year. So we have senior prom I guess to look forward to. Um, let's see. So, for some reason, Emily is struggling, right? Emily's having a bad time. And she digs into her purse, and she pulls out a necklace. Now, why the, hell, why the hell there's a necklace in her purse that she doesn't know about? I don't know. And there's, it's like teeth, and then a phrase, Dead Girls Can't Smile. She freaks out. She runs out. All the liars run after her. Hannah's not in this class, but so she sees them in the hallway, conveniently. So, they all go into the bathroom. Uh, Emily shows them the necklace, and they're convinced it's real teeth. I don't know why they're convinced it's real teeth, but they're convinced it's it's real human teeth, and then we have, yet again, we're having this conversation again. Ari's like, give it to the police. We've done this for two seasons now, where we don't go to the authorities, and then someone turns it around on us, and everyone's like, no, we don't know what it is or what it means, so, yet again, we're hiding evidence, so I guess Emily is like, this is my fault, I want to take the blame. And the other three liars like, no, we're all in this together. And then Hannah grabs the necklace. I think it's uh, Hannah that grabs it, is going to flush it down the toilet. They all go in the stall. I was like, I already know where this is headed, right? There's a push. There's a pull. Necklace goes in the toilet. is like, oh, there's a sensor. And sure enough, necklace goes down the toilet. $5 says, we're going to see that necklace again. So a very frustrating scene as a viewer uh, <laughs> all around. Credits happen. Uh, We're back in the quad area and I can't believe we lost it. Well, I I can. Hannah's going to go back to Radley to see Mona. Everyone's like, what? Uh, But it sounds like they're making a plan. Hannah's going to talk to Mona for information. Spencer is going to meet again with Garrett, even though people don't really like that idea. They kind of feel like there's something happening. Someone knows something. Jenna walks in completely overacting her not being able to see and I think Aria is the one that says, uh, is she act, is she more blind than before? And they make the connection again. Jenna, Lucas, and Melissa are somehow tied together. Well, Melissa is the black swan. I'm saying it now, and I'll say it till we find out who she is. Anyway, Caleb and Hannah scene. Uh, Hannah lies to Caleb, says, Kay, can we do dinner instead tomorrow? Not because I'm going to see Mona, but because I have a thing to do. And Caleb, the, Caleb knows she's lying, but he's like, okay. Aria and Emily are having a chat about uh, Emily's kind of struggling in school. Uh, It could be grief, right? We're vaguely addressing her Maya grief, very vaguely, but it's clearly a big reason why she's having some issues. Aria suggests Emily goes to Ezra for tutoring. Ezra for tutoring. And Emily, thank God, at least here, says, Hell no. And Aria's like, think about it. Call him. And guess who walks into the building Meredith Returns, who I don't think ever really left A. I think she did stuff, right, in season one. Marriage, you know, then she did what she had to do, right? She left. She, she knows the A network, and so when she hears old Byron, hottie Byron is available now, well, she strolls back in town. and Sure enough, she's trying to get a job at the school, and Ari goes right up to her and says, what the hell are you doing here? And Meredith is applying for a teaching job. Oh, my God. I still think I know that the person who plays Meredith. I can't place where I've seen her before. I don't know. I'll do some digging, but she seems very familiar to me anyway. And then we find out, uh, it's confirmed that Ezra and Arya, we have a quick scene, and it's mentioned that they just had a great dinner with Ella. So it sounds like Ella is on board. As if It wasn't already clear in the first episode. It sounds like things are going well with that situation. Yikes. Ella does some questionable things this whole episode. We'll get to Ella. I don't know what's happening to her. I don't know what's going on. Uh, go back to the the interrogation, sorry, the visitor center. Spencer talking to Garrett. And Garrett's like, have you talked to your mom yet? I, and you want her to represent me? And Spencer's like, hell no. And Garrett's deal is very, he's like, you get your mom to be my lawyer. I'll tell you stuff. That's not happening. So he gets he gets pulled away. And he says, somebody you know has you completely fooled. And then something about medical records. So he's dropping some hints. I don't know who he's referring to. There's a lot of people that she knows very well that's have her fooled. Jenna obviously is a is a contender. Melissa is a big contender. I think he's referring to Melissa. That's my opinion. Uh, we cut to Radley. Uh, Hannah is talking to Mona, who obviously is not listening to her. Bridget Bridget Wu, who's mentioned again. I think that's like one of the background characters that we've been mentioning for many seasons now. I don't know if we actually met Bridget yet. She name drops Noel Khan to see if Mona has a reaction to that. Not really. Then Hannah kind of has an emotional reaction. He's like, "Why won't you talk to me? I need answers, et cetera, et cetera." Like, really having an emotional reaction. Again, Mona, stone-faced. Uh, Ren with three ends runs in, and kind of throws her out. And then we see Mona look at the badge, the river's badge, that's in the garbage can. Which is very weird to me. I think it was accidental that Hannah did that, but it seemed almost planned. For what reason, I have no idea. I guess Mona's going to escape at some point this season. Which is wild. But we know the A-Network can hide people, so I guess not that wild. And guess what? Ezra and Emily. I, 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 remember how I said I was going to skip over Arya and Ezra scenes? There was a scene where they were in a car. That's where that information came from. I didn't even get, I don't even want to get into it. But basically she was harassing Ezra to call Emily. Well, apparently she does. Ezra and Emily meet up. It's very awkward. Why is Emily doing this? But uh, she goes, can I call you Mr. Fitz? He's like, call me Ezra. And she's like, no, just Mr. Fitz is fine. But she's going to try. I don't know. It looks like, it looks like this is a thing now. So they're going to, he's going to tutor her. <sighs> oh boy. And I thought that was interesting all throughout this episode, they're mixing up our couples, aren't they? Ezra's having a chat with Emily. We're going to go to a scene with Ren and Hannah. Um, Just interesting. Spencer and Garrett. I don't know. It's just weird that they're kind of mixing and matching people. So we have Ren and uh, Hannah. He's trying to talk to Hannah. I guess this is immediately after she explodes. And he's kind of telling her what the grieving process is like. And that she's probably grieving for Mona. And he uses the term ambiguous loss, which becomes important later. When you don't actually have a body. So you don't have closure. So you have this loss... And so he's drawing allusions to Mona being this for Hannah. So they're gone yet still here. Ren, Ren I just got to say this now. Ren's a sick fucko. Because if he is part of A, all of this is manipulation. All of this. And I actually think either he's monitoring Mona for the A network to be sure she doesn't say nothing. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. He's there to be sure Mona doesn't pull Lucas, right? Because she's a bit of she's a bit out of reach. So Ren's the only one that can get really close to Mona be sure. She doesn't tell Hannah about all about the network. I, it would be really cool. Remember how I said, I thought Luke, well, Luke is almost flipped in season two. I think it'd be really nice if Mona was the one that changes her mind, right? What if after all that happened at the end of season two, Mona breaks out of the Radley, right? And I don't know if this is end of the season or what, but she kind of reveals to Hannah this full network. Maybe in season three, we finally get that information. Anyway we got the Spencer and Toby. Uh, things are heating up between two of them. But before we get to the makeout sesh, sesh, uh, Spencer is asking Toby, like, she's a, she's, a, <laughs> she's a private eye. This Jenna music camp that she was at all summer, it ended at a certain date. There's a whole bunch of weeks missing. Where was she? And Toby's like, it doesn't matter. Look at my abs. And Toby kind of lets it slip. And I think we've gotten this, anyway, pretty clearly up until now. But his parents are very protective and supportive of Jenna. So going to Jenna's mysterious parents, whom we have never met doesn't sound like that's really going to be an option. But uh, he doesn't know. He's like, I moved out. I don't I don't give a shit. Let's smooch. And he back rub. The back rub got really kind of PG-13 there. And then they had an intense smooch. So I guess they're going to go all the way. And I noticed in the smooch scene, we saw that Jenna tattoo again. Remember that tattoo, 9-1 and the date? We saw that again, which I don't... I'm still unsatisfied with that answer Toby gave. Not that Toby is a part of A. I'm just unsatisfied with why the hell he got that as a tattoo. Mom walks in, breaks up the smooch, and like, oh, mom's like, oh. And then, again, a vague reference to something that happened to Melissa. Th- did your sister call? I think Spencer says something kind of smart-alecky. And mom shuts it down. We don't know what happened to Melissa. Again, I have an upsetting theory I don't even want to share. We'll see if I'm right in an episode or two. But uh, we don't know for sure what's going on. Cut to school, all four of them. Ezra Tutor is a go, confirmed. And then Arya opens her locker, and there's a little note in there. Actually, it's an envelope, and it's an earring. And we get a flashback. Uh, This was a very confusing flashback. I had to watch it and think about what the hell is going on. So it's Allie and purple hair, pink hair Arya. They're in somebody's office. I was like, is this Byron's office? Or is this Meredith's office? And finally, I realized it's Byron's office. They're going through stuff. Uh, there's, a, there's a wanky janitor that comes in, and they all hide. It was like, oh, it's just a janitor. And then uh, I think it's Allie who is digging in the couch, right? And she finds this set of earrings. And I guess it was to confirm that, indeed, Byron and Meredith were still having an affair, even though he told everybody, or at least his wife, that it was done. So this is confirmation that he's a liar. It's said that Allie helped get rid of Meredith. So if we're looking for motivation for Meredith, Allison got rid of Meredith, and then they trashed the office, which, again, I guess they were trying to make it look like Meredith did this. But it was very confusing. <laughs> I don't know. It was just very confusing. So they dumped coffee. They're writing lipstick all over the wall. And then so they staged it to look like Meredith trashed Byron's office to really make sure Byron doesn't go back to her. And then for some reason, we cut back to our present day. Arya says, remember how we got to put something in the casket that meant something to us? Well, I put these earrings <laughs> in the casket. For to for Allie to put in the casket with Allie, now you're telling me Aria was like, what is the most important thing I can think of that reminds me of my friendship to Allison De Laurentiis who has passed away? What I'm going to do to represent that bond is to put in that coffin earrings from the woman who's having an affair with my dad that I found in the office that Allison and I later trashed. You know, it's you know at some point of the show you just got to buy in, right? You just got to say like, this is what it is, and either I enjoy it or I don't. So, cut to Ezra and Emily tutoring session. Emily is still struggling and so, and actually this is actually the person aside. Ezra's like, "What do you do when you're like ready to sw- getting ready to swim, right? What how, you, how do you focus up?" And Emily says, "I listen to music," which is actually something I do when I uh, when I used to perform improv live. And so, that really rang true to me. She's like, "She was like do that. When you have a test, right? You have something, do that thing you do to focus up." And she like goes, "Okay, cool. Actually not a bad idea." Cut to Aria and jenna also, also Arya's walking out of school jenna is sitting there pretending to not be able to see jenna asks her to accompany her with some some music she's written which by the way we left that thread dangling from season one so i guess this is the writer's like hey let's do that we didn't do that and Arya's like hell no no way in hell she runs away and jenna for uh, for us only the viewers at home she does the uh 80s look over sunglasses look, she's not even trying to hide it. So I, I don't know. She's not very, this is not very wise on Jenna's part, but she lowers her glasses and she, at least to me, looks like she can see out of both of those eyes and then raises her glasses back up. We cut to a short time later on the phone with Hannah. My water does not taste good. Um, on the phone with Hannah later and then Ari's like, Hel-, you know, I'm not helping Jenna. Hell no. Caleb arrives with food and it's very interesting that they, he says a very throwaway line, but they had the wrong order. So he gave, someone gave his order to somebody else and they made a replacement. Hmm. Curious. Uh, cut to Spencer and Mom Hastings. Mom walks in and says, hey, I found out about you visiting Garrett, WTF. She's like, it's dangerous, man. Don't go there again. Never, ever. She says it like 10 times. Don't go there again, Spencer. I swear, do not do it. And at the end of the scene, I'm like, Spencer's, (laughs) Spencer's gonna literally go there this episode. And I was proven right. Come back to Hannah and Caleb. Um... They're having they're eating food. Hannah's like looking at the clock. It's clear that she wants to be somewhere else and Caleb calls her on it and she tells him. She goes, "I want to see I want to visit Mona." And uh, she feels bad that Mona's there. She uses that word ambiguous loss and Caleb at first is like, "No." And then he's like, "If you're going to go, I want to come with." She does not mention Ren for some reason, but he's going to join her. He says like, "I'd rather be there with you than have you go there by yourself." And he's kind of like, I'm done. I'm done being deceitful. I'm done lying. Cut to Arya. We have a creepy cam on Arya, so someone is definitely watching her. She gets a text: "Daddy needs to know, or I let the other one go to the police." Night, night. A. Now, why in the hell? What? What police officer? Years later is gonna take a look at an earring. Like, what's the threat here? A he drops off an earring and says, <laughs> "What? What did they say?" Maybe I'm missing a piece because we do find out something at the end of this episode. But she thinks it has to do with Meredith. So, Creeper runs away. And there's an additional... So, there's two Creeper motions. Creeper runs away through the leaves. And then we see a shadow. So, at first I was like, oh, whatever. I wonder if there's actually two people out there. One A-team versus another A-team. What if the shadow, everybody, was Allison? Quite a stretch, I know. I'm trying to to do what I can to... uh, Next morning, the Montgomery's. Byron getting ready for work. Arya... And she confesses. She says, remember that thing when you thought Meredith trashed your office? Well, guess what? It was me and Allison. He has the reaction you think he would. He's very quiet, and he's like, he says, what brought this on? And she says, well, I saw Meredith. That's why I confessed it. She does not say she had this earring. He says, if you knew all the things I said to her, blah, 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 blah. And Ari's like, she hurt the family. And he's like, we both owe her an apology. Wow, okay? Uh, Emily's in class. Uh, She's about ready to take a test, and then she puts on some tunes. And she looks like she's doing, it looks like a retake. There's like like a handful of other people in the room with her. So it looks like a retake. Ella is monitoring and we're trying the music trick. So she takes her test. Hannah, Caleb, Hannah's at the the hospital. Caleb's going to wait outside. I noticed that Hannah now is using her real name. It says Marin, not Rivers. So she sits down and little call back to season one when Hannah was in the hospital. Hannah's like, hey, Mona, how about I do your makeup? So we have a a little makeover thing happening. Mona seems completely unaffected. And I can't tell if Mona, you know, we keep seeing Mona right in this vegetative, vegetative state. And then sometimes when Hannah leaves, we see her move her eyes around. And so I don't know if she's faking it. I don't know what we're supposed to imply with that. But there's two, there's two levels of Mona interaction going on. Cut to Spencer and Toby. So we're finally uncramping. I didn't think we'd get this this early, but Toby brings to Spencer some eye drops, some medicated eye drops for someone post-surgery. And so they theorize, wait a minute, congenacy, which is actually kind of a relief because the longer the audience knows something that the characters don't, it's fine for an episode or two, but if this drags on more and more, it would get frustrating for us in the audience. So I'm glad, I'm kind of glad the show is like, hey, the liars are going to know this. Emily Test, and as she's taking a test, someone like does her hair. This gives Emily another flashback to a memory, I guess, that she doesn't, I'm confused about why this memory is locked out. But anyway. She remembers someone driving a car. And sure enough, it's Jenna. Jenna fully driving a car. So I guess we're just getting to the fact that Jenna can see quickly. Cut to Arya entering a new coffee shop place. I don't really recognize it. Because she seems a little unfamiliar with it too. Sure enough, she's there to see Meredith of all people. I guess to apologize? And she's like, I didn't think we'd do this here. And Meredith's like, well, here's where we are. So Arya confesses and apologizes. Great. Step one. Meredith... Being who Meredith is, says, well, I I, I already knew about this. I'm seeing Byron for dinner tomorrow night. Wink, wink. So she, I didn't know Byron Montgomery is this hot of an item, but Meredith is obsessed with him, apparently. So she's after him again tomorrow night. And then Ari says, well, here's your earring back. Hands it to Meredith. Meredith's like, this is not my earring. (laughs) So one of two things here. Meredith is lying, which I don't think she is, but she might be. So keep that in mind. That's always a possibility. But if that's not Meredith's, does that mean Byron is effing somebody else? And maybe that A text was assuming Arya knew who that earring belonged to. Which again implies A's aren't always, the A's aren't as clued in as I think the show wants us to think they are. Because if A knows something that even Arya doesn't know, then the threat doesn't really have legs, you know? So I think these A's are not always, they're not these masterminds that I think we think they are. They're prone to mistakes. We've seen them make mistakes. They are human after all, they're not perfect. And I think the liars, if they're sharp enough, can use those mistakes to finally get this uncovered in four seasons. Spencer shows up to, of course, <laughs> visit Garrett. I cannot, if you have not watched this episode and you're just hearing me do recap, I cannot stress how many times her mother said to her, Don't go there again. I think she even said, Never ever, never, right? So clear. Of course, Spencer goes. And they're like, and the guy's like, "Yeah, well, he's in a meeting, but his a lawyer, you have to wait until uh, that's done." So she goes into like a little side room, and then a short time later, someone comes out, Mom Hastings, and she goes, "Can I see the list of previous guests?" It's not said outright, but we are to imply that is, she just she is this lawyer. She's representing Garrett. Cut to Caleb waiting for Hannah, who is in the other room, right, doing uh, makeup for Mona. Run with Rien's. God, what a snake in the grass. I think he knew all along about all this. So thankfully, Caleb, already suspicious. Like, who are you? Why are you talking to my girlfriend? Why are you here? You creep. And then Ren, of course, is pushing it, saying, I'm talking about grief and how Hannah needs his help. And of course, he says those words. Ambiguous loss. And Caleb puts together that she didn't just come up with this, that she's been talking to this guy. He goes along with it, though. He's like, yeah, I knew about all this. Um, You can see Ren smiling. Boy, people just want to break up this couple, this A shit. I don't understand it. But it's done. Uh, Spencer finally goes in to see Garrett. we cut to that. And Garrett's like, I got nothing to say to you. I got my lawyer. And he doesn't say anything. And he walks away. And she's like, what did you do? How did you do this? And nothing else is said. Uh, we cut to Ella grading papers, I guess, at night at school. She gets to Emily's test. And Emily seems to do very good and then suddenly drops off, which I think is about the time she has her memory flashback, right? I need to have, I have a friend who is an educator. I need to have her on this podcast. So I'm going to reach out to her because Ella looks at the test and I get it from an empathetic level. I totally do. Maybe there's a conflict of interest having one of your friends' mothers being your teacher. I don't know. But she thinks about it and then she fills in the rest of the test for Emily. She marks down the correct answers. And then we have a creepy cam shot. I don't think anyone walks in, but, but even if someone did walk in, how would they have any idea what she's doing? I don't know. Even if there's a camera above there, how do you how would you even know what she's doing? But I guess we're gonna be like, got something on Ella now. Cut to Hannah Mona, we're on the flip side now. Mona is mic'd over. Again, she doesn't say anything. And I think she's wrapping up, right? And it's almost closing time, which we'll find out shortly. Hannah, I think Hannah has her back turned or Mona does, one or the other. And Mona says, Finally, you're getting them again. And Hannah goes, What what what? What do what you talk about? You're getting them again more, 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 more. Caleb comes in and is like, it's closing time, and Hannah's begging for Mona to explain that. Caleb kind of pulls her out, and then we see that Mona grabbed uh, some sort of sharp object. I think it was a pin, and she pokes her finger so there's blood. Okay. Ah, so this is, this is this is the connection. Ezra walks in. I don't know where the fuck Ezra's even there, but Ezra and Ella have a chat at school, and Ezra's like, hey, how did she do? You know, I'm tutoring her now, so she she did a bang-up job, right? Ella, (laughs) Ella is not a, she very awkwardly says, she did so well. She did very well. Like the most guilty way to say someone did well on a test, in the history of test grading. Ezra is like, huh? So he clearly knows something is up. Now we have a quick bathroom meeting. Emily shares her memory that Jenna was driving a car. Uh, All liars are informed that Mom Hastings is now representing Garrett. And they want to like they want to spring a trap on Jenna. They want to see if this is for real, right? Hannah has some great jokes. I don't know if this is ad-libbed or not because it was so funny because the slap from the bathroom still rings true for all fans of the show and she says, "Do I get to slap her again?" The reason why I say that is because I think the show at the time felt really justified in that moment, and so I don't think they made the show made a big deal about that in the scope of the show. The viewers and fans sure did. So there's a little acknowledgment I think here that that's a huge moment, and Hannah's like, can I, can I slap Jenna again? But they basically lay down uh, lay down an earring, w- lay down that earring on the counter. They all pile into all the stalls. Uh, Jenna walks in to refill her tap water. By the way, tap water with no filter? Ugh. Maybe that's my... I, don't know, I can't imagine drinking tap water, even in 2011, 2012. And sure enough, Jenna, who is supposed to be this mastermind, right? Uh, high up on the A food chain, thinks she's alone, doesn't even... My, doesn't even think that they might be in the bathroom laying this trap, which I don't know seems so silly and not like Jenna. But sure enough, Jenna sees it. Like when I say that she, I guess it's enough for her to look and grab the earring. But she is very clear to all four liars. If they had any doubts, Jenna can see, so they know this. And then and then she leaves. And at full volume, they have a quick sub quick meeting after. And Spencer's like, we need to keep this to ourselves. She doesn't know that we know she can see. <sighs> Post-credit scene: uh, someone is at a looks like a equipment shop buying knives, gloves, a whole bunch of hoodies. Some are red, but there might be other colors. Notice that the size is large, if that means anything. Uh, looks like A is gearing up. The sweatshirt costs, or the hoodie costs twelve ninety-five. Pretty cheap. And then the guy behind the counter is like, "Are oh, you buying all? you buying all these for a team?" Uh, clearly the A-team. So what do we think? I don't know what happened to Emily that she doesn't remember that time lost. You might say it's the booze. I don't know. That feels very flimsy to me for some reason. A lot of lot of liars are making their own lives more complicated. Meredith is back, so clearly Meredith is going to be a thorn in, in Arya's side for the season, or part of it at least. Emily's going to be going through grieving, a.k.a. trying to work through her feelings and these memories. Hannah has the Mona situation, and then Spencer is going to be tied up with Garrett. So it looks like we're going to, this is going to be our starting point. This is probably going to be their season arcs. And then this casket and the stuff inside the casket. So I'll, I don't know what to even say about this. I think where we're headed, it's clear to the Liars that Lucas is part of this, if it wasn't already before. I think we're going to find out what's going on with Melissa. I think we're going to find out she is Black Swan. And we'll probably have yet another A reveal at the end of the season. Because so I think at this point the show is already gearing for this seventh season run. I think we're going to get another sub A. I don't think we're going to see Allison this season reveal she's not been dead this whole time. Although it could happen. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know what else to say. I do think Garrett is actually in more danger than maybe we're led to believe. Because he might flip too. And I think he's willing to flip. So he may end up dead. Like really dead. The first confirmed death of the show. (laughs) Because so far anyone who has died is not really dead. Yeah, season three is weird right now for me. Uh, It feels like we have some obstacles placed in our way that is merely there to delay instead of add, if that makes sense. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too critical of the show. I'm still invested. It just feels like a tonal shift. And that could be in reaction to borrow from um, a previous guest who said this. This is not an original thought, but maybe knowing they prepared for two finales, right? Mona is a, right, period in a sentence, or Mona is part of a larger A if they had another season that now they go, well, that kind of, we didn't really like how that played out, right? And it kind of put us in a bit of a corner here for season three. So instead, we're going to aim for the long game knowing more is to come. So we're not gonna we're not gonna reveal A directly until we're like, okay, this is the end of the show. <sighs> I don't know if that made any sense. I've been Chris. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Magoogs. Tweeting at Magoogs. I have now hit... Uh, Partner or affiliate? I forget what the Twitch term is, but I start to have an email with stuff. It's a big deal. Well, I don't know if it's a big deal, but it's a big deal to me. Check me out there if you want to see my face and uh, me talking to a microphone live, playing uh, scary games. Yeah, as I said, as excited as I was to talk about the reboot, whatever you want to call the new show, I am worried they're going to cancel after one season because of HBO nonsense. But also, um, it spoils the original show quite a bit, so I can't. So, a warning to all uh, my listeners. New show spoils this show. I think I've said enough. I've already said too much. Whatever my tagline is.